in a world filled with intergalactic space battles. Metahuman destruction on a global scale. And psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. That is a deadly explosion. That is the scariest thing every week. Why does it keep happening? <laughs> Imagine walking in the room and that explosion goes off every single time. Well, that's what happens to us every week. <laughs> well, I'm Loop. And I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. Thanks for joining us for a fourth show. We've made it four. This cannot, is four. I cannot believe it's been four shows already. So what's been going on with you? What's uh, We've been about two weeks since the last podcast. What's been happening? Uh, so much has been going down. Well, you know what? I've, I've, I've been in a bit of a nostalgic kick lately. I For what? For whatever reason i don't know maybe it's a midlife crisis i'm not sure what it is but i've been feeling really nostalgic and i and i brought out some of my uh my old star wars toys from when i was like seven or eight years old like the original kenner like the stuff. original kenner in the 1978 77 78 well 78 they didn't release anything in 77 78 toys and uh and, and i thought this is this was fantastic until I saw the condition of some of them because it's been so it's been so long. Right. Um, so the the one that I sort of decided to focus on this time was my original Kenner uh, 1978 X-wing fighter, <laughs> which I still own. Uh, but it was in really rough shape. It was the decals were all peeling off. It was yellow. The sounds didn't work. The the light laser light didn't work. So I literally started researching online how to how to restore and rejuvenate this this toy. So I spent oh, yeah? an entire weekend taking the thing apart, cleaning it up, re re uh, readjusting the uh, motor inside, and now I've got it back to working condition. It's it's like in prime condition. You wouldn't even be able to tell it from its original state in 1978. <laughs> it's so nice. That is a good time right there. It is there. a good time. That's how I spend my days. Every time I had an X-Wing fighter as a kid, the it was always the the plastic, like the opening part, like where the person went in. Yes, the canopy. The canopy was always missing. Gone. Remember, <laughs> somewhere in this world, there's a ton of pens yeah. and a ton of Star Wars <laughs> X-Wing canopies. It's true. It's true. Mine's gone too, by the way. That's the piece that I'm still looking for. I don't on, know why that always got lost. I, I, I think know. it just because you're you're putting figures in it all the time, I, jamming them in there. I guess then. so. And really, who cared about that at the at, you know when you were yeah. seven years old? You just want to get things in there. <laughs> Those figures never look comfortable in there. Nope, by the way, they really didn't. <laughs> the they they kind of, it was more of a reclining seat for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, than anything. That's, that's hilarious. It's like a Barca lounger. <laughs> well, last week I was able to go to um, Smash Wrestling, oh, which is yeah. a local wrestling um, circuit, which is out of Toronto. And uh, John Morrison was there. What? Yeah. So John Morrison, if uh, you don't know who that is, he was on Survivor on the very last season. New uh, new season starting in the next like few days, probably. Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Um, there's a season like every week, pretty it's much. True. But uh, he was there, and so I was super super excited because I used to watch him on WWE, and then he left for creative differences, and then he's been on the, the indie circuit. So I got to meet him, and so of course, what do I do? Ask him questions about Survivor of when course. you're at a wrestling <laughs> event, and uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time with him. Um, but the uh, he did say because I don't know if you remember the episode where he got he where he got uh, it was some Vote sort of off. yeah it was like an idol play yes. and then all of a sudden he was gone it was no indication at all during the show that he was even on the block. Nope. Um, well, it turned out that he, they didn't show that it was because they never shot it. They like because the conversations when they happened were never on camera <laughs> of them saying you know if this happens we're gonna we'll put someone we'll write John's name down. So he said it was never on camera because he because he talked to Jeff Probst about it and that's why. 
if you're if you're uh, been sitting in awake at night wondering why <laughs> it was never shown, and that's why because apparently they can't catch every moment. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like a camera a camera person lost their job over that one. That was a big a big camera fail right I there. <laughs> but it was like, and it was I was excited because I knew who he was, yeah. and it's exciting to kind of watch his journey on there. But if I had more time, I would have like grilled him with like survivor questions. Exactly. My goal is to get him on the show. That is oh, my goal in life. Okay, if he's listening right now, just put yourself gotta, down in your calendar. Got to get John Morrison on the show. I, and it's like the wrestling stuff's interesting, obviously, but because that's his, it's his bread and butter. But <laughs> it's, it's Survivor is so interesting to me, and, and the fact that he was on it and everything is, is extremely well, interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, the, and the thing with Survivor is that you don't know, even though it's been on the air for what, 30 33 seasons or something yeah, like that? Yeah, 36, I think it's up to yeah, almost now. There, there isn't a lot of behind the scenes. Footage. Like, we don't get to see a lot of how they put this show together for some reason. Yeah, I would love so, to see a show that's completely just how they put the show together. Yeah. And they've never done that, which no. really, really surprises yeah, I me. I mean, it's it's literally been like 18 years that it's the thing's been on TV. You'd think that they would have had a, ba- a behind the scenes I would totally special. watch that. 100%. Jeff Probst, if you're listening, yeah. please put together a behind the That's more interesting almost in the show because it is. it's... It, because you ever see like when someone gets injured, there's suddenly like a million people there. Like it's like where are all these people? Like exactly. where are these, this, it's so so interesting. I'd like to see from behind a play, like a couple players to see like the crew and things and see yes. what's happening. But and just see you know how how much the crew gets involved and how much they you know don't and what people actually eat. Like how do they really survive on this island? Because <laughs> yeah. if I ate what they ate for 31 days, I I guarantee you I would die. <laughs> there's no way around it. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but you know what is. Uh, about survival. What's that? The news! Really? We have a minute and a half. It's my responsibility to tell the control room and New York that we won't be ready. Uh-uh, we'll be ready. In 84 seconds, things And now the news with Loop and Larry. That was the worst transition in the world, yeah, by I don't the way. Know where well, you I were just, going with that? I don't know. I just you know I throw things out and see what happens, right? Exactly. It's like, well, the, the clip still played, so you know we're good. We're here. Now <laughs> we we're are here. now in the news. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Larry, take it away. Oh well, we, we, we'll start off with TV again this uh, this week. Uh, we don't have a huge amount of uh, TV news, but some pretty big information has dropped down for us. Uh, well, starting with the Walking Dead. Uh, and uh, Loop, you might want to jump in here because uh, I do I know, watch the show still. You do your I think still, you jumped out. Right? I jumped out years and years <laughs> ago, but I know you're still a massive fan. And Michonne is leaving. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty big because in the last um, few or last like couple seasons at least, like Rick left, which is like he was kind of the main focus of the show. Yes. Uh, and then his son was killed, and Maggie left. Wait, and... wait, the son was killed? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you better get, oh, get caught. Oh. Basically, almost everybody you know has pretty much been killed. Oh. <laughs> some point um but like rick just he's he's not dead and maggie is not dead because they've said that she but she's gone off the show right. um i think they just like to leave the door open in case yeah, sure. um and so michonne leaving is pretty big but i think they've built up enough characters now outside of outside of like the main characters that you know like daryl and that that yeah the show could keep going so daryl's been signed on for like three more seasons or something oh yeah th- so. there's no end in sight for this show yeah well <laughs> and it's an it's interesting in that the I mean in real life half those people probably would die in a zombie apocalypse yes. right but yeah. but now the zombies are almost less of the threat it's more the humans are the threat that's true and so it's it's kind of changed the dynamic and now they've done a time jump too so they're like three it's like three or six years later than um, since Rick had died and so it's it's really interesting that way just to see what had happened in all that time period so I don't know I don't think it's gonna hurt the show she she's been in movies she was in uh, Black Panther yeah. so yeah. I, I'm sure she has a better career yeah. outside of The Walking Dead exactly I feel like if you put any of the contestants who uh, have appeared on Survivor, 
into the Walking Dead world, they could last for decades. <laughs> yes, probably. No problem. No problem. <laughs> nice, nice way to, to bring it all back. Yeah, thanks. Like... <laughs> um, so what else we have? Um, oh, uh, Marvel uh, is uh, launching some animation. Yeah. What's up with that? It's a, it's a thing called The Offenders, and it's uh, the Tiger and Dazzler show, Howard the Duck, MODOK, and Hitmonkey. Really? Four different shows, <laughs> and then together they'll be The Offenders. It's kind of like a, a spin on The Defenders show that was on Netflix. Right. And uh, Kevin Smith and Patton Oswalt are both attached to it. And I think they're going to be sort of Archer-like, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, sort yeah. of adult yeah, like kind of a little go- darker, like, yeah, little, uh, little, yeah, a little yeah. bit more adult humor yeah. in it. So I my, don't know. My question is, uh, will Space Ghost be hosting? <laughs> It'll be very similar <laughs> to that, probably. Like I don't know. It just four of them's a little much. Yeah. Like I, one series would like just to kind of test the waters, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's Marvel. I'm I, sure it'll be fine. And I feel like you gotta ease into Howard the Duck. You don't you don't want Howard the Duck just thrown <laughs> at you like that. You just gotta work your way up to Howard the Duck, right? Well, he was in the, one of the Avengers movies. Remember, yeah. he was a captured or Thor or one of those ones. Yeah, was, well, yeah, and I think he was in a post-credit scene. Yeah, 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 and it's like so. I think that kind of got people interested in Howard the Duck. Now, if they go back and watch the George Lucas yeah. movie, they may not they be. Will, they will lose so, interest entirely. Yeah, so, anyways, they're using him in a way that he should be used, which is adult humor, yeah. which was the comic sort of was in the beginning. So, yeah, well, well, we'll see how that goes. Well, exactly. It'll it'll be a new. I'll of course new watch it. it. Of course you will. <laughs> You'll report back. Yes. Um, and uh, last bit of news we have for this week for from TV is uh, we just found out that the Breaking Bad movie that we discussed uh, previously on one of our other podcasts uh, it's they've now uh, announced that it's going straight to Netflix yeah it's going straight to Netflix and then AMC which is exactly the opposite of what ba- Breaking Bad did originally it started on AMC then moved to Netflix right so this is going to be a Netflix movie starring um, Aaron Paul yeah as uh, Jesse Pinkman, so it's a sequel. It is a, a sequel to the show. But, yeah, it's going straight to Netflix. So it's and not a big theater movie necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say that you called that last on the last podcast? Yeah. You, did, you did say that you were thinking it was going to be a Jesse Pinkman movie. That's right. You were right. I totally I need some sort that. of buzzer for that. Yeah, what? Uh, I don't know. No, we need a better sound effect. Yeah, well, that's just me doing it. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> it was good anyway. <laughs> I, feel pretty, I feel, feel pretty good about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel like uh, I'm I'm in the know when it comes to Breaking Bad. I don't know why. I just feel like I am. So, uh, so, or, he, or he made a good guess. Yeah, it, was just, it was just a theory I tossed out there, and that one happened to stick. That's the thing with our theories. They're, they're either going to be right or they're not even close. No. Nope. <laughs> Majority of the time, they're not even close. So we just lucked out this time. Good for us. Yay! Um, So that's what we got for TV this week. Uh, Let's move on to movie news. We've got Mm. a ton of movie news. There's a lot of stuff going on in the movie world this this week. So uh, they have announced uh, the the next movie in the Aquaman franchise. (laughs) Which is now one movie. Which is one movie currently. It's becoming a franchise, but not in the traditional way. They're not doing a a direct sequel to Aquaman, Aquaman 2. They're making a spin-off movie called The Trench. Or I don't know if it's called The Trench yet, or but it's about the trench. So it's it's more of a a horror uh, tinged uh, script. It's about these like sort of dark creatures that live in the this deep trench in under the in the ocean. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's going to be a completely different spin uh, on Aquaman. But it's going to be interesting because it may or may not actually involve Aquaman. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where they take this after just one movie. You'd think that they'd want to establish that character a little bit and then spin off. But nope. 
They're yeah, because these are more off. just like kind of frightening creatures yeah. more than anything. Yeah, they it's, are. It, it, it's very odd. It's a very odd spinoff because normally it would spin off a character, yeah. but this time it's just it's sort of like just a bunch of monsters. So it it's is more like a monster movie. Well, yeah. and the story is actually from uh, when DC relaunched their comic line uh, a few years ago um, and called it the New Fifty Two when they started all of their their series over again at number one. Uh, the trench was part of that. Uh, ongoing Aquaman series. Oh, okay. So they're pulling the storyline from the New 52. So they've yep. got source material to, to work from. It's not brand new material. So, And I remember reading those books at the time when they came out and thinking, this is really cool. It's really dark. So I have a lot of, I have, I have high hopes for this spinoff. I think it's uh I think it's a, maybe a good move. And if you're a, a fan of um, DC or Marvel, I am Marvel camp. Yeah. You're you're I, more DC. I'm we, more of a DC. Yeah, camp. yeah I, I like Marvel. Of, yeah, but, but I, we sort of like that's where we. Uh, yeah, that's that's where we what we know. That's you know, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we feel comfortable in our own yes, in yes. our own camps. We, we rarely cross over. <laughs> uh, speaking of DC, let's talk a little bit more about DC. <laughs> All right. And how uh, the Batfleck <laughs> is gone. <laughs> Bat Affleck <laughs> out. No more Batman for Ben. Uh, so the question is, who are they gonna get to replace him? What I've what I've heard is that it, the the next uh, Batman adventure is going to be about a younger Bruce Wayne. Okay. So that's how they'll explain uh, that Ben Affleck is no longer Batman because they're going to go with a younger a younger actor to to portray it. So the only name that I've really heard floating around is Army Hammer. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I think that. I mean, I don't know how much younger he is. I mean, I guess yeah. he's a bit younger. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like Army Hammer. I think he could probably pull off an action, uh, an action franchise. Uh, one person I thought that could possibly do it is Andrew Lincoln from Walking Dead. Now that he's not playing Rick yeah. Grimes anymore, like because yeah. he has that kind of grizzled sort of uh, um, look in that. Like he could possibly pull that off. He's not younger though. Like if if they're gonna go that way. But, yeah. You know, if he, if they were doing an older version of Batman, I think yeah. I, he would. Fit the bill there. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's just one of the Maybe they should go with the Os like the Oscars and not have Batman at all. I think that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably their best bet. Just give it a give it a break. It needs a break. It definitely <laughs> yeah, needs just a break. Stick to the comics for now. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Oh, so here was an interesting one. Uh, we talk a lot about retro, and you know, we <laughs> really? like oh. we like looking back at things. Um, but sometimes when you you know you hear of a, a an event happening that's Coming, that's coming back into the limelight, you realize how old we really are. Oh, God, yeah. And in this case, uh, it is the Karate Kid. They're bringing the Karate Kid back to theaters for a limited engagement March uh, 31st and April 2nd. And they're doing this because it's the 35th anniversary oh, of man. the Karate Kid. 35 years. I feel every bone in my body. like. <laughs> like oh. I feel like I was 35 years old when I saw it the first time. <laughs> Yeah, that I'd had. I mean, it just didn't. It Back when I was me. a man who would fight for your honor. That's Back right. then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It just didn't even occur to me that it was that old. But thirty-five years. Yeah, that's so, cool though. It opens up hopefully for some more like older movies. Like I, there's a lot of movies I'd probably go see again, like oh, Gremlins absolutely. and things yeah. like back at the theater if they brought them back. Like it's fun because you remember them as a kid watching them, but it's it's a different perspective when you watch them in the theater. It's that's just right. A, it, it, that's pretty cool. I, yeah. I, well, and and. Theater technology has gotten better too, so the picture will be bigger, the sound will be better. Yeah. It'll just be a, a really neat experience. So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. That's a good one. Uh, what else we got? Oh, this was also a trailer aplenty. Oh uh, man, got, there are trailers got, everywhere. Ooh, every other day, <laughs> there's a new one, you know, coming down the pipe. Mm -hmm. So what do we? We've got uh, right now. We've got child the child's play trailer, the pet cemetery trailer, 
the Avengers uh, Super Bowl trailer. Uh, what else do we have? The and just today, the Frozen Two trailer. Oh man, broke the internet. Yes. So let's talk about this a little bit. So we got Child's Play. Hey, what, did you, what do you think here? I, I like the I like the look of it. Like yeah. it has a cool like it was. It's not cheesy looking, but it, no. has, it has kind of a cool look to it. I like the sort of retro-y sort of look they did with it. It's uh, it's it's pretty. It looks like it could be pretty good. I think it's good. Uh, what I've read about this one uh, is that they're changing the whole mythology of Chucky. So in the originals, Chucky was a serial killer uh, who transferred his soul into the body of a doll, right? And then the the soul lived on in the in Chucky. <clears throat> this time, they're using technology. To bring life to Chucky, and apparently it's a like a, a like a like a bad a bad he's got a bad motivator. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got like a, it's like a microchip that was either programmed incorrectly or programmed, okay. so it sends him on this like kill crazy rampage. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's technology. So it's not supernatural so much anymore as it is you yeah. know uh, technology horror. I think just the, the less of Chucky we see and the less of the one liners, I think it it could be a good movie. I think so too. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Pet Cemetery. So Pet Cemetery. Woo, I think this is going to be a creepy one. Yeah, I'm not usually big on the remakes, like especially if it's a classic movie. But I didn't find the first Pet Cemetery that great. Yeah. So yeah. this, but this one looks really good. And even John Lithgow, I didn't even know that was him. Even no. I, I'd, I'd watched it a few times, but because he's really underplaying, like what how he usually is, like he's yes. very theaterish. But um, he he, uh, it looks good. I think it looks great. I think that they've they've sort of hit a benchmark with. Uh, um, when they re- re-released It, Stephen King's It, yeah. and and that one did so well that it's almost now they have to follow that sort of template for reintroducing a classic horror movies yeah. and making them gritty and dark and but more realistic. Right. Um, and I think that's what this feels like to me. It feels like it feels like it's part of that same It universe. Yeah. Where it's real, but it's going to be like viscerally scary yeah. you know it's I think it's really cool we didn't put this one down here we haven't mentioned it I'll, I'll add this in but the uh, the Jordan Peele one oh yes uh, the, Us Us that Ooh. looks really cool holy cow so I, I just actually just read today that uh, Jason Blum who runs Blumhouse Pictures yeah. and they're the ones who produced uh, Get Out and they're producing us has talked about the fact that he now wants to turn his movies the Jordan Peele movies into a or the Jason Blum movies into a into a Blum universe like a Blumhouse universe oh cool so then they'd all somehow be connected so I I don't know if there's potential for us to be connected to get out I don't know but they That one looks terrifying. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks yeah. really, really good. I'm I'm quite excited about that one. What about the Avengers trailer? What do you think of that? I I think this is going to be the movie to end all movies this year. <laughs> well, it is the end game. It is. So. That's true. <laughs> They've labeled it properly. Well, I uh, like how they had the some people move on, but not us. Like yes. I like that sort of sort of like um, concept of it. Yeah. Right? Not what was, what up. was the show that was on? Um, Net, it was it was on Netflix or movie channel that had like half the people disappeared. Remember, it was like the in betweeners or something. It was uh, oh uh, yes, you know what I mean, like that one. It's it's sort of that sort of vein where people just disappeared and that like to them they only disappeared. Like we know how they did it, but that's right. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think this is gonna be great, and they're really doing a good job of of keeping their the storyline sort of close to their chest. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, they, you don't know a whole lot. No, they you don't know a lot, but you know that they are. They're gonna fight harder than they've ever fought before. Like I yeah. feel like this one is gonna be so epic and so emotional. Yeah. I think we're gonna get more emotion out of this movie than we've seen, because I mean, 
um, Infinity Wars was pretty emotional too. Yeah. But I feel like this one, nobody's going to come out with a dry eye. No. <laughs> and Rocket Raccoon's there too, so you got to oh, well, love that. That's always fun. I forgot he was alive. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I forgot Rocket that's Raccoon. That's right. So, the, yeah, I, it's got everything going for yeah. it. I think that's going to be a great one. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, the Aladdin trailer. We forgot to mention the Aladdin trailer. This looks like one of the worst movies <laughs> of all time. And, and, and maybe it's amazing. I don't know. I don't want to, like, tear it down before it actually starts. But the uh, – I don't know. I'm not buying it. Like, it's uh, just like the the blue Will Smith. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It's just – it's like funny as a cartoon character. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to be as a human being. Now, this movie could be great. Like, I yeah. haven't seen it, so I can't really make a full judgment. Just based on what I've seen, I'm like, he looks better than I thought he was going to look. Yeah. But it's still – it's like, I don't know. I know. It's, I mean, this is like drawn the line for people. It's People are either for it or against it. And there's a lot of outrage about this thing. And a lot of people are saying, why didn't they just create a CG character? So – you know, it would look yeah, more yeah. sort of genie-like. Like, like, like the Hulk or something, yeah. like in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, technically, I guess they still have time to make changes if they <laughs> before this thing comes out. But, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of outrage. I don't know how this is going to do in the box office because yeah. people are already with, with what. And it wasn't even a, like, well, I guess it was a full trailer, but it wasn't. They didn't show a lot of the genie. But we saw, no, we saw we enough. We saw enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, some uh, interesting news from the Terminator world. Yep. Uh, the new Terminator movie, uh, how, what is this, no, six? It'd be about the sixth, the sixth I think, maybe? in this yes. series, yeah. Crazy. Uh, so the new Terminator movie is coming out, and it is called Terminator Dark Fate. Ooh. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Oh. But uh, <laughs> but the interesting thing about this one is that they're following in the line with a lot of other movies like Halloween where they're ignoring a bunch of movies that have already come right. out and a bunch of storylines, and they're making this one. Uh, a direct sequel to Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So right. technically this is now going to be Terminator 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's got Schwarzenegger. It's got Linda Linda Hamilton in it. And, Ooh, uh, who kissed us both on the lips, by the way. She did. Yeah. Wasn't that something? I know. It was a very weird experience. I mean, it was really, yeah. We it just was wanted, awesome. We just went like, in for a handshake, and we got the full makeout yeah, session. Yeah, it was very, it was, very odd. Yeah, but she's, a, she's like a wonderful person. So if, she, if, you've, if you ever meet Linda Hamilton, she's the, the best. She really is. I mean, and it was a genuine, like, she was happy to see us, I yeah. guess. I and it, we weren't even, like, like in a lineup at the con. No, no we were like in a restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> but you could tell we were like we were like fanboying on her, right? Like yeah, a we're bit. trying not to, but it's hard. Yeah. It's like it's Linda Hamilton. I it's know. Like, and she was awesome. So I yeah, her uh her I, I think that, that experience is what this movie's about. Yes. I, and then we I go really, back in time. <laughs> she gets the two of us specifically to go back in time. Yeah. And, yeah. I guess. I, I've given away the story. I don't want to get too deep into this, but although the, yours is just a theory. So yeah. it may or may not <laughs> come true. <laughs> but uh but it is that is happening. Uh, James Cameron was the uh, co-conceiver of the story, so he's not directing it. I yeah. don't know if he's producing it, but he well, had he a hand. He is a producer it. on it. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay, well there you go. So he's he's back in it too. Um, so I guess now what they're doing with the other movies that are, that are already are out there, Terminator Three, Four, Five, and Genesis, yeah. and all of those, is that they're referring to those as being in an alternate universe. Right. So that's how they're gonna well, that's brush them all away. The problem with any sort of time travel, and I'm gonna probably mention this a lot of times on the show, but <laughs> it, it's a Annoying because it's like the X-Men series. Yeah. Because it's like the actors are changing, which is fine. I can accept that. But then they're none of the timelines really match up. So yeah. then you can say, oh, well, this created a new timeline and this created a new timeline. It's like it's, a, it's, it's the not, easy it's, way out. It's like Back to the Future did it right. Yeah. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. The, uh, why can't everybody else? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and they really can't. So, yeah, all they need to do with this one is just say it. 
Eh, yes. Yeah, those, it's just an alternate timeline. The end. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how they're going to explain away those movies. Uh, so the only other one we've got to talk about is Frozen 2, which just came out the today, the day that we're recording this. Just released the, uh, the poster and the teaser trailer. And, I mean, I know we've got a lot of big movies coming out this year. There's a new Star Wars. There's the Avengers. But Frozen, I feel like, is going to be mega hit. Oh, it'll be huge. I yeah. mean, it's gigantic. The, ki- like, the kids love it. The like, kids love it. <laughs> I, my problem is, yeah. as a 40-plus-something uh, person, <laughs> um, I've never seen the first Frozen. What? And, uh, well, why would I watch it? I'm not eight years old. I've watched it a lot of times. That's what I figured. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I've never seen it. So, But I know like through osmosis, you, you see all the characters and everything. Yeah. I had no idea what was going on in this. And I'm like, why is like Elsa or whoever kicking the head off a, of a snowman? Or is I that know. a different character? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Like I didn't know what was going on. And it was like. <laughs> well, and that's that was what was interesting about this trailer is that it had nothing to do with the original movie. Like nothing at all. Like okay, was, yeah, so no, I didn't know what was going on. The characters were in it, but they were in, a, they were in a forest. There was a maple leaf. I was like, is there a Canadian connection? I don't know. <laughs> was, that, was one of the characters, like, not in the first one? Because there was a character that was, like, when, the, when is it Olaf? Yeah, yeah when, that's the snowman. Yeah, when he yeah. showed up, she's like, oh, what's this? And she kicks his head, and I'm like, I thought she knew him. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I don't, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's going to be a totally different take on it. It's going to be, it's intriguing. I'm sure that the, the uh, fan base out there is going crazy. Crazy, trying to figure out what's happened to this world. Why is it all of a sudden fall? And yeah. how, why is she like racing through the water? And what's going on? Has she been <laughs> exiled on an island? I don't know. I've never seen the first one, like I said. But my biggest fear that's going to turn into Cars Two. Oh. Yeah, like you remember, Cars Two suddenly had like weapons in yes. there. Like it's like, why would you need to put that into into a kids movie? It doesn't make any sense no. at all. Like they try to they try to up the game and make them darker. And yeah, that's like James a, Bond. Remember and, what it is? It's yes. a kids movie. That's like right. it's not. It's not like we don't need it darker. Yeah. Like it's like we want it fun and and like. But I, I don't know. I, I kind of like giggled once in the trailer, and yeah. I was I, that made, that worried me. That was a, like, <laughs> that was watched, enough giggling for you. <laughs> well, I, no, I, but I mean, I've watched other like Disney trailers and kind of giggled at a couple different yeah. parts in it. This one, I was like, mm, nothing. I don't know what's going on yeah, here. So it's gonna be interesting to watch how this one plays out. But uh, <laughs> but it's happening anyway. So that's another monster tentpole uh, blockbuster <laughs> movie that's added to the 2019 all, roster. All I know is I want to get as far away from it as possible. Well, you know what we should so, do. Let's go over to the pop capacitor. Let's jump in. Right. Close right. the door. What's that one? This one? Okay. 88 miles per hour! Run! No, run! <laughs> run, 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 Okay. We got to make this easier and have it land right where we need it to. I know. Why do we always park the thing 10 miles away from where we I don't like to park too close to things. I like to have a pull through. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So today on the Pop Capacitor, we are looking back, as we always do, at a movie, a TV show, a cartoon, a book, whatever it is. Today we're looking back at a, I'd say before, in the age of dinosaurs, before Jurassic Park, we had this show, and it's called Land of the Lost. Marshall, Will, and Holly on the routine expedition met the greatest earthquake ever known. High on the rapids, it struck their tiny raft and them down. This is very catchy. Feet below. You ready? Here it is. To the land. 
<laughs> All right, Land of the Lost. This is a show that, uh, as a kid, I loved oh, Land I could, of the Lost. I, I think I watched every episode at least once, and then when it became a regular, like a repeat, I watched them again. <laughs> I love to. So it's it's Will. Holly yep. and Rick Marshall, yes. but they call him Marshall in the song. Yep. Like, last name, just last name <laughs> yeah. Holly, and they refer to him in the show a lot just as Marshall. As Marshall, which is odd because Will and Holly's last name is also Marshall. So why wouldn't they just be Marshall, Marshall, and Marshall? Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made more sense. It would have made more sense. So this show is one of those shows. It was done by Sid and Marty Croft, who also yep. did HR uh, Puffin stuff. Yep, and uh, it's it was absolutely it was different than the other HR Puffin stuffs, which were like loud, elaborate costumes and, and looked like someone was on an acid trip yes. when they made them. This one was a little more, like, specific of what they were doing. And, it, and a tiny bit dark at times, too. It was. It, yeah. It got, For a kid's show. It, it did. It got quite dark. But, yeah, this is, this is the only one that sort of didn't rely as much on well, I mean, I, there were a lot of rubber suits, but, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't as much sort of goofy as it was sort of uh, – survival based and you know trying to you know make sense of where they were and what had happened and every single show they're trying to not get eaten and <laughs> how would John Morrison have done on the show that's a question we, we're gonna have to ask <laughs> a lot him of survival this. things exactly. going on in today's show <laughs> this is the original survivor <laughs> right here <laughs> well, it was kind of weird because okay so we've got we've got uh, will the, the brother yes who uh, whose shirt was done up and undone a lot like he his shirt always started like at the belly button yep. and then, <laughs> <laughs> but there were scenes if you watch it, like his shirt would be like three buttons down and yeah. then literally turn around, it would be down to his belly button. Exactly. It was like, his shirt was all over the board. <laughs> it really was, which was really odd because he was on this island only with his sister. Yeah. Like, why did he feel the need to be exposed well, like but, he was? But, but that sort of implies that it's super hot, <laughs> oh, right? But, but at the same no. time, no one else seemed to be that hot. Like no. <laughs> Holly was in cords. I know. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, no, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so then you had Holly, the, the younger sister, yep. who I think wore the same clothes through the entire the series. The entire series. So as she got, got bigger, by season three, she was a lot taller. Yes. The clothes still fit perfectly. Yeah, they were great. Taylor somewhere. Never once had a rip or a frayed edge or anything. It was remarkable how well they took care of their stuff. <laughs> and then you had Rick Marshall, yep. who was the dad, who I'm not really sure. He was apparently a ranger. Uh, yes, but apparently but not like a Yogi Bear Ranger. No, no, no. he was like a, like a like a military ranger, like a military ranger. I believe so, yeah. But he seemed to know a lot more than 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 we would think because <laughs> yes. he he specifically at one point Chucka, who was like a. He's like, like an ape man, ape boy. Yeah, like, like an a ape, monkey boy. Like an ape boy of some sort. Yeah. Um, breaks his leg, yes. I guess. But uh, but luckily Rick's there to give some advice. I'm not really a doctor, you know, so uh, you'll just have to trust me. It shouldn't hurt anymore. I had to set your leg so that it would heal clean. You were very lucky, Chucka. You only had a slight fracture. Okay, first he says he's not a doctor. <laughs> And then, and then suddenly he, he knows what a fracture like I I don't I'm not a doctor either but I wouldn't know if someone had a fracture well, or a broken leg. And how would you know that it's a slight fracture without actually opening up the leg and looking at it? I'm just a, it just appears to me that your leg might be slightly bent. So it's not a full fracture, it's just a partial fracture. Because yeah. I'm laughing at that part. Just, but he did he not remind you of Mike Brady from he, the He was exactly Mike Brady. Yeah, the same curly was, hair, the same Oh yeah. 100% Mike Brady. Yeah, he was. Like, 
because he always had like a little tidbit or a little like like a uh, piece of knowledge yeah, or a something. Lesson to a, impart a, on a the lesson kids. To, yep. to learn, <laughs> exactly. like all the time. Yes, oh, he hundred percent did. Oh my gosh, he's so funny. So in this show, if you've never seen it, they 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 land in this time which they end up calling the land of the lost, and it's basically dinosaurs. It's that's all it is. Yeah. Well, that's not all it is. Yeah. But it's mostly dinosaurs, but we're not sure how they got there. They fell off of a of, of a waterfall, and yes. at the bottom of the waterfall was this land. I'm not sure why nobody else in the world ever found this land. But well, it, well the, it, there's a couple of funny parts in this part too, as well. Is that so? They have this whole opening where they're going down the raft and everything. So the, the first show opens up when they're already there, and they're, right. they're just they wake up in the raft. But if you watch HR Puff and stuff, they have a kind of elaborate opening as yes. well. But there's an actual movie that was shot that they're using those that footage from. This was just <laughs> shot for this. Yeah. Never any other real like they never went back to this footage no. at all or anything. <laughs> like it's like, but so. They're not the only ones there. There's also the Slee Stacks, which oh. are probably the coolest creature ever created on, on yeah. TV. I, I don't understand. I think the biggest failing of this whole show is that they didn't do a Slee Stack spinoff. <laughs> I love the Slee Stacks. I would have landed the Slee Stacks. That would have been awesome. <laughs> they were like the coolest creature. As a kid, I thought yeah. they were like, like they were so cool. They were really cool. So they're like yeah. lizards, like yeah. walking lizards, essentially, yeah. like with great big like Huge eyes. Huge eyes, yeah. yeah. And but, they made this really creepy like hissing sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, um, they were aliens. Essentially, yes. Yes. yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is so, this is so much like like the, for the episodes not having a lot going on sometimes <laughs> in them. But there was as it Enid or Eid or I can't remember. He's he's a, he's the only Slee stack that can talk. Oh, that can speak. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he um, it's Enoch. Enoch. He, he's the only yes. one that can talk. So at one point in one of the episodes I watched, he actually explains that. If you leave, let's say you left, someone of equal size and value has to come back into the land. Really? I, yes, okay. Yeah. So this is what the one episode where they kind of explain it. Huh. So it was implied that they did die and they've ended up in this world. But you really? could go back, but someone else has to come, which which right. comes later in season three. That's right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I, this is like, actually like, um, uh, like an like an out of body experiences yes. to, to, this is what happens when you die you don't go to heaven or hell you end up in the land of yeah. the lost and apparently that was in Arizona where they really? went yeah that's, that's what it says that they were in Arizona when they uh... that's a, well that's there's always been suspect that that's where purgatory <laughs> yes. was is yes. Arizona <laughs> so anyways it, it, the slee stacks were very very cool but the yeah. one thing I laughed at the slee stacks uh, just an observation oh, yeah. there was always only three of them you ever notice that every that's scene right. there was never like I'm, I don't know if they only had three slee stack costumes and then the, the Enoch costume yeah because he was slightly colored differently he was, he was reddish yeah. yeah yeah so there's every time the sleaze acts would show up there'd only ever be three and i that's watched right. a lot of episodes i yeah. probably watched about 10 episodes yeah. always three that's right always well, maybe three. there's a law of threes <laughs> maybe there could never be more than three least acts in the room at the same time or something catastrophic will it's, happen it, it's like a classic movie thing where you can use the sleaze act, then they bring them back again it could be yep. the same suits over and yeah. over again but. <laughs> exactly and they could just like walk one of them could like walk out of the frame and come back in a different door and you think that there's Another slee stack entering, but really it's just the, <laughs> the same, same dude guy just walking behind the camera with, with the their uh, with their Nerf weapons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And did you also notice how like tall these guys were? The slee stacks they were easily six foot five. Yeah. they were massive. Yeah, like they they had to get like a good number of uh, <laughs> of really tall extras to play these guys because they're really impressed. Like they're huge. Yeah, they were a really cool character. I, I quite liked them. Yeah, that was it. Was like this is the show was just a, like it had a bit of mythology in it. Yeah. It had like a little even as a kid I was like oh this is cool. Like but the slee stacks like I think that was like the best part. If it was just the dinosaurs, I don't think it would have had it. But it had yeah. this extra element of these like aliens that are there and you don't know why. Exactly. And there's well, different things and. and the really, there were only like 
there, just like there were three Slee stacks, there were really only three dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right. There's there like... was Grumpy, th- which is a T-Rex. Dopey. There was Dopey that was like a Baronosaurus. And then there was, um, I can't remember what they called it, but it was uh, like a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, yeah. Had name. <laughs> and then later there was a couple X. There was Lulu. Oh, and, that's yeah. right. Lou, yeah, the, there was the two-headed dinosaur. I don't recall there ever being a two-headed dinosaur. <laughs> oh, but... I think there was one, too, that like spit fire, too. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not sure where those ones came from. Yeah, I don't know. They, but uh, uh, but the, the, then the interesting thing we'll just touch on real quick here is season three, Marshall, Rick Marshall, yes. we'll call him Marshall, decided to to exit the show. He wanted more money. He he wanted out. And they, so, they said, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we, we don't need you anyway. So instead of writing some elaborate uh, explanation as to why the lead character in this TV show is gone, <laughs> they just decided to have him be sucked through a like a wormhole into back into the real world. But in doing that, they changed the opening theme song of the show to to explain the entire scenario before the show even started. So Yeah, if they had started it with the regular opener and then yeah. you watch it and you go, Oh my god, he's been What's sucked into this yeah. world and now that now his like is it his, co- his brother cousin Jim or whatever? Uh, his Uncle name Jack. Is. Uncle Jack shows yeah. up. But yeah. check this out. Through the door of time. Uncle Jack went searching <laughs> and found the kitchen. They also fell. They're really stretching those lyrics on this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they so that ha- so that was the intro to episode one of season three, and then. Oh, still going apparently. Oh, it's still happening. Yeah, still, things are still happening. There you go. Man. And then, and then, you, and then, season three starts, and it's exactly the same scenes that you just saw in the opening montage. Yeah. It's the first. So you're like, what? did I miss an episode? This is what, what? you call a spoiler alert. Yeah. They spoiled the entire twist of the show in the opening <laughs> credits of the show. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was terrible. And then literally within about five minutes of the show starting, they had completely forgotten that their father was now gone because yeah. Uncle Jack is there. It was actually hey. a little emotional that when they first he first yeah. laughed and then Uncle Jack shows up. And they're like, hey, who was the other guy who was here? Yeah, I yeah, don't they, remember. They completely forgotten yeah. him. At least he was like an engineer, like they said, yes. like so that it made sense why he would be able to do things. Yeah. The only other thing in the show, which I, I mean, as a kid, I wouldn't have noticed it, but everybody, there was some, there was some emotional moments, but there was a lot, like especially in the first episode no one seemed to really care that they were there was dinosaurs like it was like oh better get moving or else grumpy's gonna get it's like i don't think i'm gonna be naming a dinosaur grumpy it's like your dinner right like it's like well the thing is nobody had seen jurassic park by that point yeah so so nobody knew how terrifying dinosaurs really are they didn't even know that they should be running away at that point they're just like naming them goofy things and that'll keep them away (laughs) and then there's holly um in the show i just want to mention this quickly is that uh she, um, of course, everybody had a crush on Holly probably at the time as a everybody kid. Everybody yeah. loved Holly. And so, but and in the show, she's like, she teaches Dopey, like a brontosaurus, how to like, she trains them yes. essentially. So yeah. she's like, and then later on, she basically is like an ESL teacher because she teaches, <laughs> she teaches um, Chuck, who can't speak a word of English. Suddenly he's making complete sentences yep. by the third season. <laughs> yes. You know, knows how, like, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> oh, and one other thing, I, I don't know if you caught this or not. Sorry, there's so many plot holes. It's amazing. Uh, Uncle Jack, when he arrives, talks. They were talking about, you know, how did you find us and blah blah blah. He says, he says at one point, I started searching searching for you the moment that you disappeared. I've been looking for about six months. 
So yeah. by season three, only six months had passed. Yeah. And in that time, they taught Chaka how to speak. <laughs> they taught a brontosaurus how to play fetch and how to get things. <laughs> like, well, these are like brilliant people. They should be. They should really be doing. Unless stuff time on. moves differently or something like. Maybe. You know, I, I'm yeah, gonna have to ask Enoch. He, only he knows what has happened. But, yeah, he'll but explain it to you. So what do you think? Does this stand up the test of time? I totally think it stands up. I was I was so intrigued that I could. Watch episode after episode. I still yeah, found it I, fun. I mean, we're we're like picking away at little things here, but I mean, which are just funny because we're adults watching it, like right. But I thought it still stood up. I mean, yeah. it, it has to be the show with the greatest use of chroma key oh. I've ever seen. But this, the, but like the, the like everything in the chroma key even was well done. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a stop motion, so it looked like kind of Sinbad-y. Like yes, yeah. um, but it was still it was very cool looking for it the was. time period yeah, for 1974. Like, I, I'm curious to see like how I would like love to find out how they shot the like the sets like they just move trees around like i don't know how they did that but it, it was well done I it, thought was. it was i mean considering they had to make a new show every week uh, to to go through this process in 1974 couldn't have been that easy yeah um so it, i think it's, and, it's and was it not the only like sid and marty croft show that actually had more than a season <laughs> like or, it might like, have been uh yeah i think it might have been <laughs> yeah i'm not sure because most of them like were like a, no, a solid season yeah, or Lidsville, whatever but... not very many yeah. not very many <laughs> seasons singing in the sea monster and, yeah, die the girl electra woman and die the girl yeah wonder bug yeah. Remember Wonderbug? Yep, not a long that, run for that. None of them really did that well. So I say yes. It, it definitely stood the test of time. Again, I was like, I was watching it, and I was like, we've been watching it for the technical aspects yep. of it, and I thought it was a great show. It, it really it remains is. a great show, and the yep. sleep stack still. The number one monster on any show for me. It was like, it was awesome. So thank you once again, Land of the Lost. If you have a chance to watch it, it's on YouTube. It's absolutely amazing. Well, it looks like we're at the end of a show. Another one? Another show is done. What? That's it? It's so, this has been a great. I love this. this. I love show. looking back at these shows. I love talking about about the geek news. But we've got more coming up in a couple weeks. And we've got some interviews that we're trying to yeah, line up as some well. Some big things coming down the pike for you. <laughs> <laughs> Never say that again. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to leave you with a little Land of the Lost. We'll see you next time.